Good morning, everybody. You are tuned to the Talking Hearts podcast and you're listening to the Breakfast with Holly series in season two of Talking Hearts Adventure. I am going to speak with you today on the topic of courage. Today being Friday, the 23rd of April 2021, it's also recognised in the UK as St George's Day and I thought this might be a good topic for today. My name is Holly Maxwell-Boydale and I am the host of the Talking Hearts podcast. We're into season two, as I said, and at the moment I am going through a 30-day challenge to record a thought for the day every day through April. So this being the 23rd means that we have one more week of these daily messages on the Breakfast with Holly show. And after that, we're going to be doing different things. And one of them will be, I will be bringing you interviews that I have with guests, starting with my very first guest, John Lee Dumas, who is the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And I was really, really privileged to speak with him just over a week ago. And I'm very excited to share that interview with you. So let's take a deep breath and dive right in to the subject of courage. Courage is something that I have employed a lot of and I did not actually realize that it was something that some associated me with but in recent times I've realized that that is potentially something that I have always had inside me and drawn on. But there was a time when I lost my courage. I really and truly lost my courage. See, I had a breakdown during my first stint in Australia in the middle of 2006. We were in the process of preparing to return to the UK to visit my family. We'd sold our home and we had not reinvested in another property at that point and all of our household possessions were put into storage and many of those items remain in boxes. I have not yet unpacked my entire household or business and office contents from that time. So that is a little of my story. You can find more of my story on the hollytreetales.com, which is an evolving and organic um, place to relay some of that. And other than that, I will just say about me that in a recent conversation with my mother, who is also someone of immense courage. My mother said to me that she thinks I get that courage from my grandfather, who was in the World War, um, a naval surgeon in a on a submarine. And he had immense fortitude and the ability to really, really think of others and dig deep 
and just get on with it. Um, but as I said, I did break down and I did have the experience. And I'm, as I speak now, I'm thinking of Aslan in The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. I think at one point he was frightened too. Um, yes, I was a bit like that, I suppose. I broke down. I lost the ability to confidently speak in full sentences. I was very, very careful about my words. I was tripping over my words, biting my tongue, literally. Um, I was feeling so terribly insecure and unsure and lacking in self-worth and truly confused and anxious. I was able to perform various duties that were important as well as um, those that weren't necessarily important but were part of keeping our family together. And my children were aged 8 and 13 at the time and I had a role to fulfill, parent and wife, and keeping our home wherever our home was, taking over so that we could function as normally as possible. And for the first three years, and I'm not going to go into more of that journey, we were moving on average every six to twelve, sorry, six to ten months for three years, and each time we were moving into furnished accommodation so we didn't have our own even our own furniture, our own beds or any of that sort of thing with us, but I did have with us the essence of home and I did my best to make sure that the family could operate with courage, with perspective and be able to go to work and school as needed. And it looked very much from the outside as though everything was normal, but it very definitely wasn't. And um, my journey back to myself and to have the confidence to now speak has been arduous. It's been testing and I have been tested at every point. So I feel that I really am qualified to speak on the subject of courage. Um, I didn't think I necessarily was qualified to speak on any subject. <laughs> but I think when we have a story and an experience of something that we've gone through and we've mastered or overcome or continued despite it and then gone on to thrive despite it or even as a result of it, we do actually exhibit courage in the process because it takes courage to keep going when you feel as though you just want to give up. But in some respects, personally, I've experienced what I thought was a choice to keep going rather than to give up because I thought the keep going <laughs> was actually the easier option and that giving up would be harder. And I do remember a time when somebody who I know very, very well and have known for a long time said to me how much she admired me when I was going through one particular um, high tide. <laughs> she was surprised that I was even able to get up every day and told me that most wouldn't. And I thought that that was really interesting. Um, I might have wanted to give up, but giving up just wasn't an option. Just as 
My grandfather, who was on a submarine taking care of naval staff, you know, he was a surgeon on a submarine. That would have taken a strong stomach to handle. Um, he didn't have the option of giving up. He was underwater. <laughs> so I suppose I felt very much like that too. I did not have the option of giving up. To give up would have meant possibly to die. But I felt responsible for what I needed to care for and look after, caretake, be the guardian of. And so I pulled myself up each day and got on with it. And that is one tip I have for you to exhibit courage, even if you don't feel courageous. One of the things it takes is simply to get up, take one step, and just do not give up. Giving up is not an option. Forget about giving up. There are times when giving up is appropriate. But giving up on life, giving up on yourself, giving up on those who love you and depend on you and believe for your best, truly, it's not an option to simply give up. So if that's not an option, what you need to do is find a reason to employ yourself in some way, whether it's study or finding a new job or setting up a business or moving to a different location or another country even, um, changing your key relationships that might be pulling you down and causing that situation around your life, whatever it is that's making you feel that you just want to give up. And those could be work relationships, they could be personal relationships. Um, they could also be, you know, you could be being influenced by the environments you're spending time in, online or physically, um, or spiritually even. And so in order to exhibit courage to get out of those situations or even without exhibiting it to others, but in order to have courage, what I've found is almost like a magic bullet is, um, and, a, and I mean a magic key really, but the magic bullet to shoot you off to the next best place um, is to develop a strong reason why. And that is probably one of my key tools. I have a reason for doing everything that I do. And sometimes when things get hard, we have to really, really dig deep. So if we don't know why we're doing something, it will be easy to lose our, there's a lovely African word, impamvu. Um, I think it might be a Zulu word. I grew up in South Africa. I was born in Natal, where Zulu is one of the native languages there. And impamvu just means strength and power and a real inner force and an inner fortitude. To develop that, sometimes we just need to borrow from the reasons why we are on a journey or we're putting ourselves through some really intense workouts 
or we are applying ourselves to a task that takes endurance and real um, focus and intense whatever, whether it's an investment of time or money or repetitious use of skills, whatever. So courage needs a reason to pull us through when things are tough. When it's easy, we don't need courage, do we? And so it's when when things get rough, that's when we need that why. But the time to develop the why is, well, there are two best times. One of the best times to develop the why is when you are going through hell in a situation. Grab a piece of paper or a journal. Get a pen. Sit down. Allow yourself a moment to relax and write down every reason why you believe you have got to get out of this situation to something better. Then when you have time, write another list. Write down what the something better looks like. So you know, you you create a a really good picture in that moment of intensity when you have superb focus because very often when we're going through something we do develop intense focus and you might not be able to write at the time of that emergency or crisis or hellish experience but as soon as you can use the information that your body and your mind are giving you about how you are experiencing that and write down what it is that you have to replace. What do you not want anymore? What is this that you are experiencing, feeling, being subjected to, um, going through whatever, what is it, describe it in full so you know what it looks like, what its components are and then describe what you would like in its place and then the next thing is you can start to develop a process to get you there but first you want to write down your why and this little formula is a formula that you can apply to anything Get your why sorted out. Get as clearly as you can, and you might not have all of the information yet, start to develop and describe and imagine picture in your mind and then create pictures, cut out pictures, whatever, make lists of what it is that you would rather have or be or experience. And then the third thing is, you begin to develop your process. And the process is a whole other subject that I can help you with because we would need to be developing different strategies and tactics to get us through the process. Um, But it, you know, if it's a simple one-step process, well, you might not even need to write it down. Just go for it. Just do it. So... That's just a little bit on the subject of courage. If you would like to know more about courage, I will very soon 
in the first half of this year be presenting a mastermind um, course on courage and I have begun the process of putting that course together and that will be shared at some point later but you will find some of my writings on the hollytreetales.com if you read through my blog or if you simply search the word courage I'm sure you'll find some things there and the other thing to tell you is that if you would like to be on my mailing list go to www.thehollytreetales.com forward slash newsletter if you subscribe to my newsletter that gets you onto my mailing list and that way you will receive mail and newsletters from me if there's anything interesting that I'd like to let you know about that I feel might interest you um, or it, it also means if you've subscribed to sorry the two are separate you, you subscribe to my newsletter which gets you onto the mailing list but you can also whilst on the site follow the blog and that means that if you followed it by giving your email address you will receive updates in your email inbox of when Talking Hearts podcast episodes are published and also the blog posts from the Holly Tree Tales. Right, so that's my message for today. I will be back with you again tomorrow on the Breakfast with Holly series of the Talking Hearts podcast. And do go back through the other messages. I'm sure you will find some things there to help you in different ways. The main aim of this series of talks is, as ever, about empowerment and authenticity is always at the root and the core of all that I do. So have a lovely day and I look forward to being with you again tomorrow. Bye for now.